Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations, oh and all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new week right here on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Community and Finance Night, how you doing, how you doing, how you doing? Happy Easter Monday to you, those that celebrate it. Kicking it off tonight with Shelly Sweet Shells. Track called One Love. Invite you to call a friend, tell a friend. Everybody, tell everybody. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends. Enemies. Friends of your enemies, tell everybody. Community and finance is on. On the night shift with DJ Kevin Steele. We're in for quite the treat tonight, as usual. I want to say thanks to all the affiliates carrying the broadcast. Top of the morning to you guys over there in the UK, One Harmony Radio. Big ups to those who are tuned in on TuneIn Radio. The night shift to DJ Kevin Steele. Big ups to those out of, the, out of New York, Island, Island Worldwide. New Jersey, NIE Radio. Those locked in out of Texas, WGLRO. Home of the Donnie Walker Morning Show. Those on ClintonLindsay.com, the Foundation Radio Network. So glad to have you. Couldn't do it without you. You have my word. I wouldn't even try. Also, want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Paul C Media Group for innovative streaming and recording solutions when being in a moment is priceless give him a call 754-999-6020 you can check them out online paulcmg.com well don't go to the online call them the server is being updated so the site is down right now just like kevinstew.com I want to say thanks to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is a licensed massage therapist that comes to you. Operating out of Broad County, North Miami Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. She brings her table, she brings her oils, and of course her healing heavenly hands. She comes to you COVID free, she'd like to leave that way. Give her a call 954 655 9000. She only has one request outside of paying her that you get off her table when she's done and go sleep somewhere else. You can use that same number to call her if you're interested in uh, having a personal trainer since she recently got certified as a personal trainer. She works you out and then gives you a nice massage to, to relax you. 
Also want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global will act as your booking agent. Take care of your tour management. Take care of your publishing, trademarks, business registrations, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Give them a call 954-998-8034 or check them out online reggaeglobalentertainment.com Also thank you to GMAT Music Solutions bringing your event to life. They provide sound, light and stage production services, musical equipment, PA systems, audio engineers, DJs, bands, musicians, singers and more. Get them a call 754-307-GMAC. That's 754-307-4622. Or check them out online, gmacmusicsolutions.com. Yeah, we all need one love, you know. Because at the end of the day, we're one family. Once again, inviting you to call a friend, tell a friend. Call your enemies, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends. I have one of my two guests with me. She's waiting patiently. I think we're going to get started with her, though. Until we are joined by the other, and um, you know that. Alicia. That, yeah, I, I, I know, I know it's you. <laughs> I know you're with me. Uh, I was okay, waiting I on Maxine. Here. Uh, Maxine, you're I'm with on. us too. Oh, yes. okay. So they're both here. All right, cool, perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me do this. Introduce to you the ladies of the moment, uh, Dr. Alicia Bryan and Maxine Plummer. Thank you, ladies, for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. I, I feel so special. So, so, so special. Um, and it seems to be a thing because this past weekend, I... I guest hosted <laughs> let's call it that bar talk and i had two female guests and now on my broadcast the night shift of dj kevin's you i have two female guests and on 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 the weekend one of them was a doctor and here we go again one of them is a doctor <laughs> so i have dr alicia brand with me and i have maxine Plummer with me and tonight we're going to be talking about Island Hope International. So thank you once again, ladies, for taking the time out to join me to talk about this organization and, and, and what they're doing. First of all, let me get some introductions here. Um, either of you that wants to go first, feel free. Okay, so... Oh, hello, I will... Um Defer to Alicia, Dr. Brian. Let her go ahead and um, speak about herself and her nonprofit. Okay. So, Dr. Brian, you're, right. you're put on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I am a nurse practitioner and I started this organization back in 2017 out of a desire to give back and uplift the West Indian community uh, to promote holistic health principles so that we can all live healthier and happier lives. Okay, nice. Um, I, I, we're going to talk some more about that, of course, because that's that's the main reason why we're on tonight. Uh, Maxine. Yes, sir. Okay, so um, I am a... I, I do so many things. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. I am an educator, but mm-hmm. I have worked extensively in theater, mm-hmm. um, in Jamaica, and public relations. Right. So I found um, my way back into what I may regard as a first love. And I have been... I, I am also um, working in the area of culture, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy to be working with this nonprofit organization, especially as um, given my, my love for Jamaica, and I know Alicia holds such a, Jamaica holds such a dear place in her heart that I can be working with her as she tries to make a difference. This is a, her passion project. And I'm sure that she's going to really um, plug a leak in, in the um, area of medicine in Jamaica. Mm. So, uh, yes, so I, I am putting my public relations and marketing strengths in helping. Yes. And as, I, as you know, I am also involved in other cultural um, activities here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a we got a little taste of that um, earlier this year, later last year. Now it yes. time just seems to just roll into one big ball. Yes, it's funny yeah. because just cause everything is still <laughs> contract and or sometimes yeah. it seems so long and just um, a strange time. Yes, but yes. I, it was um, last year. Okay, cool. All right, we're only in April. Yeah. All right. So, Doctor Brian, Alicia. Um, yes. I, I guess I, I guess we're taking off the, the 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 we're taking off the white coat tonight, and we're letting our hair down, and we, we yes. we're talking about our passions. So, is is Maxine and Alicia? We're reasoning tonight. So, Absolutely. right. So, um, this 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 whole passion of yours is. Island Hope International. What inspired you to start it? So I was in nursing school a few years prior. And honestly, it was stemmed from my childhood years. I've always wanted to go on mission trips. Mm. And whenever the opportunity came about, they were always expensive. And I dare not ask my parents to come up with so many, um, so much thousands of dollars to send me halfway across the world um, to help others. Mm. And so uh, my love for helping others and giving back really burst this desire 
in me to do something greater than myself. So while I was in nursing school, I really started looking more into the various means of me being able to give back to Jamaica and to the Caribbean diaspora at large. Diaspora, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in 2017, when I was completing my master's degree, it's like um, God just just said, go ahead, just start it now, start it now. You know, people would think, say, oh, it is it is suicidal for me to do um, such a thing to take under <clears throat> this undertaking mm-hmm. while I'm do- completing such a rigorous program. Right. But that's what nurses do. We do a lot. We're not just a nurse. We take on so many different roles within the role of nursing. So we're educators, we're caregivers, we're the environmental service person, we're the nutritionist. Yes, we are everything. At times, we're the secretary as mm. well, you know? Right. And so this passion just kept building, and I just decided to go ahead, get everything registered, call on some people who are also equally as passionate about helping and giving back as much as I am. Mm-hmm. And so here we are today, um, getting ready to launch our... I am Every Woman Health Expo this coming Sunday. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna need to to hear some more about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxine, how yeah. did how did you hear about Island Hope? Well, actually, this is quite an interesting dynamic because um, Alicia happens to be the daughter of my my friend. Okay. So I, I have been around before she was born in terms of um, well, so Alicia, yes, Alicia is my friend's daughter mm-hmm. and um, I've just seen her go into this very um, dynamic, smart, focused young lady. Right. So when she um, started adding hope and she mentioned it to me, I, did, I encouraged her. Yes. Well, well, of course, she didn't. She just needed to. to she was already driven. Right. So, um, so when she established the organization, and she would ask for advice here and there as, as she built her um, program. And mm-hmm. so I've observed, you know, uh, the different projects that she's done. So when with this event, which is so timely, I really um, had to be involved. And so um, there are other young, young people mm-hmm. whom I, I, I know the parents who have been as outstanding as Alicia, who have, who have been joined into the program as well, giving up their time. All were outstanding. So you cannot help but be associated with something like this. When you see the passion you see how relevant it is. Now, I can tell you, you, you said you've, you've, you've known Alicia pretty much all her life. You can't tell by looking yeah. at these two pictures that I have of, of you. You know, you'd think that <laughs> you, you kind of grew up together. <laughs> so, either, <laughs> either you don't age a bit, Maxine, or um, you're not as old as you purport to be. <laughs> okay, I think I want to go with the first 
observation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll use it. We'll we'll run with that. So, yeah. so here we are, and um, Alicia came up with this idea to 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 give back to Jamaica and the Caribbean on a wide on a on a, on a large scale. But of course, it starts with doing little things to get the big thing that you want done done. And okay. so this is from 2017. So. This year is is your Island Hope International is four years old. Correct. So what are some of the things that, that you've gotten into already with, with Island Hope? What are some of the projects that you've worked on already? So January 2019, we went to Haiti and mm. orchestrated our very first health outreach we are one health outreach and so we saw over 300 babies all the way up to the oldest of adults there in the community and rendered medical and dental services and the need was so great and people were asking for us to come back before we even finished our um, week-long trip and so that's how you know you're doing something good yes (laughs) and we were planning to go back but with the turmoil going on in haiti we 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 drew back however um once things start to die down we are going to continue our um plans there and last year we we're planning to do a similar outreach in Jamaica, but of course, you know, the pandemic. Right. And so we just gave back in a smaller way. We sponsored a wellness drive um, in St. Anne. It was put on by then MP, the in Campbell. And we also donated school supplies to the National Children's Home. Oh, okay. In Jamaica, yes. And nice. so this year is the Health Expo, the very first, and we plan to have it every year. Um, no. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just about to say, you know, um, so they, they, they sort of go on to the big, this big um, project mm-hmm. um, event. Yeah. I just wanted and listen to Alicia, and, and as you know, uh, we, we want to see and what her drive is showing is that we can't depend on government alone to do everything. Mm. So if That's we right. have more uh, of us in diaspora actually focusing and embracing the women, we should be able to see a difference. We have to come from a new, uh, we have to take a new approach, you know? And right. Say, um, things change so dramatically that we really, if we want to, if we all if we do the same thing over and over and it doesn't make a difference, we have to dig in and try something new. And um, I know this may be very ambitious, but one of the dreams that Alicia has had and something that we have discussed is to see an effective um, ambulance service in Jamaica. You know, I, I know that I I know there's a Saint John. St. John's Ambulance Service, and I don't know how extensive that is. 
But up to recently, I was looking at an accident in Jamaica mm-hmm. where uh, it was just the people who live in the area who were trying to, and uh, a truck ran into some, um, some type of precipice. Yeah. And um, they, they were trying to find the, the soul, who might have been the sole survivor. And it was just, it was just the local people who were there digging, up, digging, um, digging for the person. And when he was located, it was their own um, ingenuity that brought the person out. And, you know, and if, right. you know in certain situations like that, you have to know how to remove a person. How right, to try right. To them. You know, he was thrown into the back of the vehicle. And I'm looking at him saying, look at that, you know. Why can't we have uh, an organized ambulance service? How could that be um, something that we work on? It's a major undertaking. But, you know, if we work hand-in-hand with um, existing organizations in Jamaica who will put your, your monies and your service to good use, I'm sure that, you know, we won't be flailing in the dark, but we will actually, you know, be able to help. You know, so, um, yeah. it's, it, it's funny that you, you should say that because in in my high school group i'm i'm a st george's college old boy and yeah. we have a whatsapp group and this was one of the discussions that we had in that group uh, about a, a proper ambulance service really? in jamaica <laughs> yeah okay. um and funny enough it was a cousin of one of my cousins uh who actually we went to st george's together at the same time he was the one that brought it up and he, he currently lives in New York and, and he says, right. you know, all the, the, the talk, everybody talking about politics and what is going on and how uh, the, 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 the domestic violence situation as it has been going on and the, the, the lawlessness as it relates to curfews and whatever else. You know, in the midst of all of this, what are we looking at when it comes to emergency services you know just a, a proper ambulance service in jamaica and I, I i think back to one of the the wickedest traffic tickets i've ever speeding tickets i've ever gotten in jamaica it was as a result of rushing someone to the hospital oh. yeah. <laughs> i won't say how fast i was going yeah. But I will say thank you to the JCF, the Constabulary Force, for taking back that speeding ticket. I don't know how it was that they did that, but they did it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm truly appreciate, appreciative of that. But um, it, it was an emergency. Yes. And, and the mere and fact that we don't have that service. And the behaviors on the road in mm-hmm. Jamaica. Yes. That is so critical. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, if this organization, Island Hope, is trying to work something and, and, and if not try it on the road to implement something like this, but to be a part of the implementation of something like this, I think everybody should get on board from now. You know, if, yeah. if, if it means everybody that is, is listening, however many people that are listening and who, whoever will listen, later on put a dollar towards this then I think we'd be well on the way 
Um, we welcome everyone support, whether it is an in-kind donation, monetary, or helping with the planning and execution of various initiatives. We welcome them all. Right. Now, this, the, the, this trip that you had to Haiti, um, mm -hmm. we heard how you were being asked to come back even before you left. What was involved in putting that together? Um, you know, what, 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 what kind of obstacles did you face then and some of the lessons that you learned from it? What kind of, of goods and services did you take to Haiti at the time? Um, in what's that, tw January 20, 2019? Um, it's a loaded question. So for the dental side, they were prepared with uh, doing simple extractions and cleanings and exams. Mm -hmm. um, and so that involved us shipping an autoclave getting um, some supplies, uh, medications, and stuff to Haiti, um, some of which we had to buy locally just because um, either we ran out because of the need mm. or we weren't able to get everything um, shipped or the logistics just made sense to acquire them in Haiti. Okay. Um, medical side of it, um, we were prepared for certain diseases but once we started seeing patients, we realized, okay, we need to get these tests done. Um, we're seeing a lot of people with like infections, UTIs and like pregnancy related stuff, mm. um, um, sexual transmitted diseases. Right. So we had to go to the pharmacy and get all these different um, antibiotics and medications and screening tests so that we can properly screen them. And for whatever we did not have, we had to work with the local physicians there to facilitate um, continuity of care so that that person can get the proper treatment they needed at the local um, authorities. Okay. So what, uh, I don't know if, 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 if you'd want to, give out the the cost of that undertaking but i guess you could give a round figure of what an undertaking like that actually run you guys because it, it it helps to in my mind it helps to give some scope as to what it is that you're doing and how your 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 contributions the contributions that you receive whether it is cash or kind how, how that is allocated and, and distributed. I want to say greetings to those who are locked in on Facebook Live. Sorry, Facebook Live. Um, uh, my cousin in Jamaica, Sharon Stewart, thank you for locking in, Sharon. Big ups to Eric um, from Eric and the Jazzers. No love, no love. All right, so what what when people are, are listening and say, boy, you know, this sounds like a good thing. How do I get involved? When When I give my goods when i give my service when i give my money you know based on january 2019's trip to haiti how does that allocation go you know how much of that do we see going into the service that that island hope international is trying to provide a hundred percent 
uh, we gain nothing financially um, from um, doing this. In fact, a lot of this is voluntary and we have to uh, come up with uh, the means on our own and not rely solely on the donations from others. So we've done a few fundraisers. They weren't really um, successful in driving out um, the amount of money we needed to cover the cost. So mm -hmm. a lot of it was just voluntary support. Uh, we divided the cost amongst the, I believe it was 13 or 15 of us. Um, mm. We, of course, we paid for our own lodging um, and, and flights, but in regards to medical supplies, we had to come up with money out of our own pockets to go and get other things because there is a need and we want to give back. So, for example, the autoclave, we were able to get a used one donated, but that can cost hundreds um, to thousands of dollars, depending on the size of the autoclave. A lot of medical equipment, um, are becoming cheaper now because of technology, but they're still quite expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, while we were there, one of the physicians actually did not know that the Apple Watch could do an EKG. And so we were able to use um, one of our um, volunteers, in fact, she's our COO, uh, her Apple Watch to help diagnose and treat one of the patients who came in. With oh, wow. an underlying condition, yeah. So big, so, big plug there. Apple. Big plug there for yeah. Apple. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'll take that check, Apple, and donate it to Alan Hope. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. So it's it's really fascinating where um, technology is concerned. Um, for ultrasound, there stuff now we can use even with um, the auto and uh, um, ophthalmoscopes you can attach it to your phone and have a better application than if you use a traditional model mm. and so those things are those so, things are becoming a little bit more affordable but they can still run in the um, few thousands um, it's 500 and above range for right. good quality ones. So on, on what you realized on, on the Haiti trip is those of you that went, you as volunteers use mm -hmm. a lot of your own resources to, yes. to take care of this. Yes. Including um, your smart devices. Correct. Um, to ship down the cost of the supplies alone um, had to work out a deal with the shipping company because that was going to cost us upwards of $400 odd just to ship down the supplies. And um, mm -hmm. we also gave away some clothes as well. Um, and we had to carry our own supplies in our carry-on and checked pieces. So those costs also add up. Did you use? So like, I can't give you. Go ahead. I was asking if you had used a, a Caribbean shipping service. Yes, a, um, a local shipping service in Miami who ships to Haiti. Okay. Well, you can go yeah. ahead and give them a shout out. Apple got one. 
if you if you remember their, their name. name, I'd have to go look look at their name. They're in Little Haiti. Yeah. Um, uh, so when you find that, you can go ahead and and give them a shout out. You were gonna say something about the cost. You couldn't give an yeah, exact so cost. I can't give you an exact figure because mm-hmm. it's it was a lot. And a lot was absorbed um, by the members of Island Hope International. It seems. Yes, and the volunteers, and so most of the money that we collected um, from our various fundraiser drives. Mm-hmm was not substantial to cover the entire costs. Um, yeah, and, and again, and a lot of these do. things, a lot of these things were donated yeah. too. So we were able, if we were not able to get a lot of these items donated, then this trip alone would have cost at least five grand without um the the airfare and lodging um, accommodations. When when I know it was a, a an initial or an inaugural trip, you know, first first um, actual outing. But wouldn't something like that be a little bit discouraging to know that you want to to provide such a service to? The, the members of of your neighboring homeland. And okay. you would think that there are so many that have migrated from there and know what it is like back there that you'd have had a lot more support. Do you feel discouraged at all because of how it went down? I do. Um, I Throughout the years, I felt really discouraged. Like, okay, why... Am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because it's very, um, it's a large undertaking, right? Yes. And like I said before, when I was growing up, I wanted to go on mission trips, but they were expensive. Right. And um, in the fifteen to $2,500 range. Right. And some of that did not even include airfare. Right. Um, for this trip alone, we did not... For the individual lodging costs, that did not amount to more than um, like three hundred per person for the week, including food um, minus airfare. Mm-hmm. So that made it a little bit more affordable. So I am not sure about the breakdown of the costs um, needed back then when I was growing up. Why it cost so much just to be a part of this. Um, endeavor. Even as a nurse, when I started um, working as a nurse, um, the costs were were astronomical as well. For and that it didn't include lodging and it didn't include um, the airfare. So mm-hmm. I am not sure so, so I why. Guess, I, I guess that's what they used to cover some of their expenses. Yeah. Uh, um, probably, perhaps. Yeah. Um, that would make sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and so it, it, it is discouraging because you don't really have that support and you only really get support when you start making a name for yourself and right. having uh, more than one event. But mm. it's hard, especially when, you know, people say they will be there to help you. You know, many hands make work light. Right. But when it comes down to the nits and gritty of everything, it, 
um, it's all on me or on the very few people. And so we all get overwhelmed and burnt out. You know, it, it, it's, it's, usual, it's interesting when you look back at the community around you and you would think, oh, well, I know this many people. So if I, and, and, and I'm liked by most of them at minimum. So if I were to decide to, to do a project, I should have some kind of support. Mm-hmm. Only to find out that what you get is, oh, nice. Let me know how that mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. And then you might hear a commercial play on the radio. Some celebrity is doing a thing. And it's it's all the talk with all the very same people around you that, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, oh, I'm going to chime into this and I'm going to help and I'm going to donate to this because, you know, this celebrity, insert yes, name and, here. And, and, and yes. And it's a preoccupation with celebrity and getting uh, a recognition through that association mm-hmm. that these are the things that affect us when we try to work in, in, in new organizations. Right. Because people are always looking for name, for, you know, that name, that um, marquee name or something mm-hmm. to feel that this is what will um, eventually make them look good or will actually bear fruit. Right. So that name identification is really, we see it even on a little thing like Facebook, if you observe certain trends. Mm-hmm. You may place an image or a, a thing and you get um, a few people liking that. Mm-hmm. But if someone has a name where to place it, then it's going to be a million likes. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. So it is just, you see how our way of thinking is reflected even in that in that little um, outlet. Um, and so when you transpose that, when you put it into something like an effort um, mm-hmm. to make a change and you don't yet have a name, you find that you have to really go through some serious growing pains. Right. You know? Yeah. But you keep your eye on the prize because you know how the, the, the good feeling that you get when you're able to help. And I'm sure Alicia can speak to that when people uh, would come to their interaction when they're coming back or, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. just the, the joy that they get from having been seen by a doctor, you know? Yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know the, the feeling, personally, I know the feeling that Alicia would have uh, after doing something like this. I grew up going to church in the Salvation Army in Jamaica. Every year I was okay. at children's home, uh, nursing homes, prisons, at least twice a year. And as a musician, you know, it was kind of a thing. So I, I, I am very well aware of how the, 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 the workings of it would do. And then I, I came to the U.S. and worked for the Salvation Army for seven years. So, okay, really? so yes. So, you know, a, a little bit of, of, of when it comes to working with the community, I, I, I have a little bit of a, a, a bit of an experience there and when it comes to volunteering time and such so you know i i can relate to that and i know what it is like to have a passion to give back and it is not the easiest thing to get support in doing so right and right as such it is difficult to 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 
stay the course and it's easy to feel discouraged what do you use to to stay uh, stay the course what do you use to 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 feel that you know what i'm going to press on and and this is going to work not that you're saying i think this is this can work what is that that, that makes you so driven to say this is going to work and i'm going to do this no matter what it takes um both of you honestly my faith but go ahead and express me no you, you see um when you have a passion for something mm-hmm. um you really don't even you don't think about money <laughs> you don't think about the work because it is just that passion you yes. know yes. It, it's something that just um moves you so um even even when people around you fail to do what they ought to be doing, you don't want to put up the slack because you know what the end result you you're anticipating what it will be. So I think um, it's just that that natural desire to make to, to have a result mm-hmm. that will keep you or keep me doing the things that I do. Oftentimes, when I know that people may charge to do these things and charge big time, you know. Yes. Yes. You, but you, out of a passion, will continue to do it. And your, your payment is just a satisfaction of making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alicia? So, Alicia, can... Yeah. For me, it's my faith and just my inner drive. I am, I am a planner by nature. Mm-hmm. So, if plan A doesn't work out, I have a plan B. I have right. a plan C, I have a plan B, and so on and so forth. Okay. And so, it's also timing. Like, sometimes whenever I feel like giving up and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take a break, it's like God just sends somebody else there to help me along the way, to encourage me to continue going on. And so that, that um, meeting just gives me a new surge of energy to go full throttle and just keeps me going all these years. Mm-hmm. Even in planning this event, um, you know, we were trying to do it in person and have for, uh, some form of a hybrid virtual and in-person event, of course, done with uh, safety protocols in place. And so pivoting to a complete virtual event um just completely changed your trajectory Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so it became something larger than life itself honestly and so even though this year's expo has not even taken place i'm like wow this thing there's a need there is a huge need for this to not just be a one and done but for it to be something that builds upon year after year because the maternal um, health crisis that exists in the U.S. and globally Mm -hmm. is something we cannot be silent about, especially as it affects our community, the black and brown community. Um, We are at higher risk for morbidity um, and mortality than our white counterparts. And it's it's up to us to take control over that narrative, to learn about our resources, to have access to quality healthcare, which is a fundamental human right, right, regardless of your socioeconomic status. And so we need to do 
what we can and control what we can to have better outcomes when it comes to our own health and the health of our family and our community and nation at large. And, 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 and I want Alicia to come back to that. As we were talking about um, technology and she was um, showing how they were able to pivot as the new term is for using alcohol devices to enhance their nursing practices and medical practices in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just want to um, go back to when you, the, when a celebrity comes down with an illness, mm-hmm. that's when you see um, all the uh, support and then you may have the, the, the studies going in backed by whatever they can put into it financially. It's true. Right? Yes. So sometimes it draws certain attention to certain um, illnesses. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we want to look at the recent high-profile individuals who have been affected by the um, by maternal uh, challenges, mm-hmm. uh, we, we want to go back to think about Serena, who, um, after having her daughter, really went through a crisis, you know? Mm. And um, and even more more recently, um, Alison Felix, who yes. was diagnosed with preeclampsia, um, close to giving birth. Mm-hmm. That was another um, difficult thing. But because of their voice, we are able to, that is keeping everything also in the spotlight. To say, okay, these people can afford good medical care. At the same time, they had these challenges. What about the, the, the person who is not that well connected, who goes to the hospital in faith, mm-hmm. but doesn't come back out yes, because of yes. the disparities in treatment? You know, So, yes. We really need to keep this in the forefront, and we have um, um, the uh, different agencies um, coming out with policies. So Alicia, um, Alicia can speak to that mm-hmm. uh, in terms of how we are having that on the program. Okay. So before before she does that, uh, I want to invite our listeners that want to do so. Uh, you can get in touch with us and be a part of this this this. this discussion 773-789-STEW is a number that you can call 773-789-7839 you can call um right now you can text also you can don't whatsapp and telegram right now unless you're sending a message through whatsapp or telegram but do call that number if if you feel inspired to to ask a question or to share of your experience, maybe you've had some interaction with one of these two women or the organization itself, Island Hope International, or you want to be a part of that and and what is coming up um, really soon with this expo that I, I really want to get some more information about. And Alicia mentioned it and spoke a little bit about it and Maxine spoke a little bit about it. But uh, Alicia, this expo... Um, I'm every woman. Talk, talk to me a little bit about that. What 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 is this all about, and what are you trying to accomplish with it? So, with I am Every Woman Health Expo, uh, we just want to highlight the fact that being female is not we we don't share the same experience and desires. So. Mm-hmm. You know, the song goes, I'm every woman, it's all in me, whatever you want, uh, it, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so basically, we can be anything we want to be. We can be an entrepreneur. We can be a housewife. We can be a stay-at-home mother. We can have it all. We can have both the career, uh, the family, and the relationship um, that we want and still be an accomplished woman in our own right. Mm -hmm. So we want to highlight that. We also want to highlight the fact that we as women need to learn more about our bodies, learn more about why things are happening and be more open to sharing those experiences. Um, especially within our community, in the West Indian community, we don't like to talk about certain things. It's very taboo, especially when it comes to mental health. Mm -hmm. And we need to be more open because that dialogue helps others who are suffering internally, especially the younger generation, these children who are going to one day be adults and mothers and um, members of the community when they grow up, right. they need to be able to have that outlet to heal and cope properly and not resort to um, drugs or cutting themselves or to unhealthy developing unhealthy habits. So we want to have start that dialogue within ourselves and within the community that, okay, it's okay that I am depressed. This is something that's natural mm -hmm. and can happen when you go through certain life circumstances. This right. is a, um, a common occurrence um, when you are pregnant and you go on to having your baby, or this is a normal occurrence when you're going through the change of life when you're dealing with menopause. Mm. As well as um, having those conversations about infertility and miscarriages, which are very common amongst people of color. Um, miscarriages are one in 20. Mm -hmm. And it's something that everyone goes through, but people think that there's something wrong with me. And, yes. you know, I'm not going to be able to carry a child. A lot of notable people um, have suffered miscarriages. Uh, Michelle Obama, um, um, Gabrielle Union and a host of other mm -hmm. celebrities and uh, other non-celebrity women go through all the time. Right. And it's not to say that there's something wrong with them or something wrong. It's just an, a natural phenomenon at times. Other times, you know, there could be something physically wrong or some type of um, genetic malformations which the body recognizes and decides to um, abort the pregnancy, um, but having, and I know persons who've gone through miscarriage and they have not shared it. It's, they mm -hmm. just feel very isolated and alone. Right. And so internalizing those feelings just adds on to the decrease in having a healthy mental health status. So we need to be open. Well, there's a need for a woman's health circle support circle as well exactly and and instead of berating one another we need to uplift our community and and recognize that mental illness is an illness and not separate or any um less worthy of a, um, seeking medical attention mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than um diabetes or blood pressure your mental health greatly affects your physical health and vice versa. So 
and health is not just your physical, it's your environmental, it's your spiritual, financial, um, and a whole lot of other um, components as well. Okay. So we really need to take control and recognize so these things. What? Yes, before, so it's one the tie of what Alicia said with the presenters. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Max. Well, well, you said with the presenters, hold on, you said with the presenters? Yes. Well, before you get to the presenters, before you get to the presenters, just before you get to the presenters, um, as as you were saying, Alicia, talking about the the, the health of of the woman and um, mental health and maternal health, I, I, I applaud you for taking this this course um this trajectory to incorporate that into this expo one of the things that i i do three broadcasts one is community and finance one is health and one is real talk which relates to how we associate with each other how we relate to each other at all levels and it it huge it is generally pointed towards a psychological component and psychological and sociological component of our lives. And these were some of the things that, that, that these are some of the things that we address constantly in aspects each week. So you addressing this here about the woman and the maternal health and touching on environmental health being a part of it. Regular listeners to the night shift to this broadcast would would be able to associate with that. They can connect with that. They say, "What these are some of the things that that Kevin talks about," and he would bring on various guests, and they would talk about and 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 Dr. Jenny Stone, Dr. Jenny Jail of Stone, um, was a guest on Bar Talk this weekend. I started my health broadcast with her ten years ago. She has a, 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 a has started a group called Woman's Nest. W O M B W-O-M-B-S, Woman's Nest, that womb, Man's Nest. So, um, and, that, and that speaks to the, the, the health of a woman. And so, uh, this expo... I was listening, and she, could, she was drawn in our, um, our um, expo on Sunday. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 if she's not listening, I'll definitely um, point her in that direction. Yes. Because with her also being a chiropractor, you know, this is pretty much right up her, her alley. Yeah. But um, when when you were, I, I was not necessarily going through all the presenters. I was just trying it up back when, when Alicia uh, mentioned the mental health um, portion of the mm-hmm. wellness. That, well, who we have to address some of that is... Dr. Amanda Wallace, mm-hmm. whose presentation will be from trauma to triumph, um, looking at traumatic experiences, yes. where that they will happen, and teaching, um, instructing, because these are, they're, they're, we know that people tend to have um, Zoom fatigue, so we're making the presentations nice and crisp, and <laughs> we, we can have um, follow-up, uh, you know, but we're just um, presenting the, the, the primary uh, ideas there. Or, or some of it. Uh, um, so learn how to face, heal, and triumph over trauma to become all that you can be. Mm. So we're talking about birth trauma, childhood trauma, traumatic experiences, and overcoming trauma. And Alicia mentioned 
uh, having having the type of orientation so where a child won't start cutting or young, you know, these are things that we we throw back to something that happened to some us in earlier times. So we start doing things that that are not good for us. Yes. So Dr. Wallace now, who we have really um, experienced, um, very qualified presenters. And these, and what is good about them is that these are uh, relatively young people mm-hmm. who have been, who are so um, accomplished and, um, and by wanting to give back and to share. So yes. she migrated to U.S. as a toddler, as Dr. Um, Wallace, mm-hmm. and she grew up in the Flatbush neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York. She completed her undergraduate training at Harvard University, graduated, graduated cum, cum laude, Yes. With a degree in neurobiology and a citation in mind, brain, and behavior. She's also a graduate of Yale School of Medicine, mm. where she was awarded the Peter Brennan Prize for an outstanding African American graduate. Jamaica, we're talking about. Yes. Um, she also completed her adult psychiatry residency training at University of California. She's also a graduate of um, Yale. And mm. she is currently. I'm completing a fellowship in child and adolescent psychiatry at New York Presbyterian Columbia, Cornell, nice. where she serves as chief resident. So we know she comes with a lot of experience, a mm-hmm. lot of knowledge to address, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. a very important topic. Yes, that was a mouthful, but um, yeah. I... I that, that, that's quite a bit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, yeah. But so who are some of the, the, the other presenters? That will be okay. on this on this expo, um, this virtual before, expo. Yes. Before we go into, it, we have a long lineup, so I want um, Alicia to address uh, this, um, Doctor, uh, not Doctor, sorry, Congresswoman uh, Wasserman, Debbie Wasserman's answers, what she will be presenting on, and then she she will speak about the uh, keynote presenter, mm-hmm. and then we'll just fill in with the other. Um, so go ahead, Adisha. So Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz is a member of the Black Maternal Health Caucus. And so she will be presenting on the Black Maternal Health Mommybus Act of 2021. It's important to note that last year, March 9, mm-hmm. that the 2020 version of the bill, which was uh, comprised of 10 various um um, pieces of legislation was introduced last year, but because of the pandemic, focus went elsewhere, and so right. it was reintroduced. And okay. our VP Kamala Harris was also um, a co-sponsor of that bill from the Senate side and a member of the Black Maternal Health Caucus. And so, her role, Doctor, um, sorry, Congresswoman. <laughs> Um, Washington Schultz. Yes, so her role is to help promote the bill as well as to garner support within the Congress to pass that legislation. Um, And it focuses on different aspects of maternal health care and the whole notion for having um, that caucus as well as that bill it's because black maternal rates, um, death rates, 
are the highest in the nation. So mm. anywhere from three to five times more, an educated black woman is more likely to die than an un, um, than a high school level white woman. Mm. Well, and so it's a it's a very serious matter. So you're facing as a as a woman, as a black woman, as a woman of color, you are a double minority, and you're seeing the whole awakening of the Black Lives Matter movement with George Floyd, with um, a few other notable persons um, that have come into the media lately. Um, of note is Shaiza Washington and um, Shanice uh, Wallace. She was a pediatrician. These women died related to pregnancy and childbirth mm. last year. And so this this Momnibus Act is very important in addressing research to why these disparities um, persist, putting funding into addressing the different disparities, um, ensuring that women have access, access equal access mm -hmm. to medical services and um, even for those who are incarcerated. Right. So it addresses various components. It may not address it all. It also includes mental health access as well. But it may not address all the components, but it's a start. Yes. It is a huge start. Um, funding for more providers um, to address these causes as well is included into the act. So she'll be talking more about it and explaining why we need to become more politically aware and active. A lot of people think that just voting for the president alone is enough. Mm -hmm. However, the mm -hmm. president can only do so much. The right. real power, in my opinion, is at the local and um, midterm elections. Because we are essentially electing people who are speaking on our behalf or it's supposed to be voting on issues and addressing issues that mm -hmm. matter to us. They work for us, not the other way around. So we need to be more politically aware and, and take the, um, the politics out of it and really look at your own self-interest. Don't look at Democrats, independents, or, or um, Republican party affiliation. Look at what do they stand for. Look at what issues they've been addressing, and have a conversation with your local um, representatives. So even though that this bill, this act is has been reintroduced to Congress, there's a lot of work to be done at the local levels. Um, one of the things that they will be addressing as well is the expansion of Medicaid, and that's something that has to be done state by state. So your local um, state senators and, and Congress um, persons have to vote on that at the state legislator level right. to expand Medicaid so that women can continue to have insurance after they give birth. Because they can they qualify during pregnancy, but after right. they give birth, then That's they don't have anything. So without having a healthy mom, how is the baby and the rest of the family going to survive? Say it again, Maxine. That's where the husband or the man should come in. 
and that's another and that's another conversation. Well, you know, yes. it, 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 it goes so many places that it ends up being a cyclical event. You know, you have, here you have the mother that was getting care up until the time of the, the birth of the child. And then it is, it is shifted from the mother to the child. And then here you have certain things being provided for the family. In, in the form of formula, not encouraging breastfeeding, encouraging the, the, the mother to go back to work um, in, a, in a ridiculously short amount of time. When And you can speak to this, Alicia, you can put on back your, your white coat and speak, speak to this. <laughs> when this child, within the first two, of, two years of life, is, that's the point in time when their immunity is being developed and breast milk is probably one of the... Is, is, if not... Well, lie. Breast is the best okay, thing for the child <laughs> i can't even i shouldn't I, I i won't even mix words about it there's there's nothing else as nourishing but here even and i would dare to go as far as to say um a, a mother not at optimal health her breast milk is still better than formula for for that child but a mother at optimal health then would provide the, the, the best there is for any child. So breast is best. And within the two, first two years of life, that's when that immunity is developing. So now we're giving the, our children baby formula. That is, I don't know what it is that they're, it, they're getting out of it. A lot of it is sugar. And so now we're encouraging obesity. Yes, Yes. And then you give them ADD medication. And then so it keeps the pharmaceuticals and, in business. And this is what I'm saying. It keeps it cyclical. So now you end up having a supply of 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 <sighs> guinea pigs <laughs> um to test out your new formulas and literally <laughs> your new formulas because you know pretty packaging, a baby formula, you know, and and, and here comes the babies all around and so we are not on a community level we don't seem to be able to we are not it doesn't seem that we're able to 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 change the mindset of the community and to educate them enough not to school them i i i uh, but we're going into a situation because of the nature of our society. Yes. You know, it's a fast-paced world. But even when you know that what you're eating is not good for, good for you, you still do it because of the expedient. You have to be on the move, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so it is, as you say, uh, it is a, a challenge. Um, in certain countries, I think um, Australia, you, you have um, eternal maternity. And paternity break and they get extended periods. Right. You know? Right. This, this is not what you what obtains here. You know, so how can you and you you have a job to go back to. If you're if you're staying home, say you're nursing and th that job goes. You know? Right. So it is it, it's it's a systemic problem, um, indeed, because six weeks if you have a vaginal birth is not enough time to a heal from the trauma of having a child 
Wow. The trauma just to just to heal. You have to go back. You know, people may still be believing at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And if you have a cesarean section, which is a major abdominal surgery, yes. Wow. You are you are healing from that surgery as well as providing care for that baby. And so by the time you are at that 12 week um, postpartum uh, mark, you are just normalizing. You're not even have the chance to really um, take a hold of everything that's going on. And so- Well, the job is you, saying that you, you need to return. And you need to return or else you don't have the job. And there's some um, systems though um, that really have been forward thinkers in extending the paternal or parental leave mm -hmm. and giving up to a year, but it's without pay. So can you really afford to take on that extension uh, without pay? And, and that is the question um, that poses so um, in terms of tying this into the conference now, so we talk about the human rights. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the, the, the whole thing of that major surgery. And then you, you may find yourself more having to go back to work soon after, right? And, mm -hmm. then, you know, there was a time when women were just in the home. So now since you want to be out there with us, then this is what you're going to deal with, right? Mm -hmm. so, um, that seemed to be what society may be saying. Um, or the men may be saying what all always been good, good uh, work. The leaders in the society. So, yes. Yes. So, so, but so we have human rights. So we have um, on our panel, we have a presenter, um, Melanie Elaine, mm -hmm. and she is a human rights lawyer who has worked with the United Nations. Nice. She too is a Harvard trained lawyer. And she is into advocacy. So if those human rights questions will be addressed by her and the approaches to advocacy, which I think is really very important at this time. Perfect. And we will also have a panel discussion um, speaking more about advancing maternal health and achieving equity across healthcare. Yes, so we're doing good from here. Excellent. And, and also, and also, uh, there are so many things that we're trying to, we're trying to address. Um, if you think about it, too, women are having um, kids later in life. Yes. And then they may run, run into um, the, the fertility problems. And to address that, um, well, not only the lateness in, in, in having kids, but also some people do have um, problems with um, childbirth and getting, conceiving. So we're going to have Dr. Christine Edwards. Um, she is um, Florida-based, mm -hmm. and um, she is um, she has her own practice here. Okay. She is a past past chairperson of the um, for, um and I was looking at the wrong. Yeah. Yes. She, of course, an, an immigrant from Jamaica. Um, she received her undergraduate degree from Barnard College of Columbia University, mm -hmm. and she is. Uh, really seasoned practitioner here in South Florida in um, this um, particular care, um, medicine, medical field, okay? Um, yes, so we're, we're, we're addressing that in terms of the pre 
um, perinatal care. Mm-hmm. And then, how is it done? Is it success? Is medical care um, for women being successfully dispensed anywhere, anywhere? And yes, we have. We're seeing what is happening in Saint Vincent and the Grenadines, and we have Dr. Sharon Slater, mm. who is um, a presenter, and she is a fellow of the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, and she is the head of the. Um, Milton Cater Memorial Hospital in um, St. Vincent, in Grenadine. She has presented on many major panels, and she has worked and with, collaborated with CAHO mm-hmm. on numerous occasions, and they have endorsed her program because it, has, it is showing how team-based approach to um, maternal care is the best approach. So that is going to give us a type of blueprint Yes. How, how we can approach this um, care. Nice. Um, yes. I'm liking this lineup. <laughs> I, so, it, it, it seems like a complete um, event. And as, as, as is, it is titled here, a woman's, a woman's and men, maternal health virtual expo. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, a complete depiction of everything that women go through mm-hmm. and affects women's health but it's a start and yeah. we want to continue having that conversation and so we have um, a podcast and we have um, various panel discussions we are planning uh, throughout the year we also have a Facebook group and Every Woman Health Expo where it's a safe space for women to talk about everything pertaining to women so, yes, we also have um, on the day, why am I in pain? We have uh, um, pelvic pain, um, thyroid and endometriosis. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I teach young people who are complaining for they, they have endometriosis problems, they're absent from school, and so whole, you know, um, these are very real um, concerns and problems that people um, encounter. Yes. We're going to have Dr. Janelle Howell. Um, um, DPT, WCS, So, tell us a little bit about this keynote speaker. Uh, although I'm excited already, and and I, I I'm I'm a guy here in in the mix. Um, just in case anybody was wondering if I'm a deep sounding female. No, no, I'm a, I'm a guy. I'm really a guy. <laughs> deep voice, <laughs> you know. But um, this 
and 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 I guess it's because of of the things that interest me. Um, although it is it is geared towards women, you are inviting men to come along, right? Of course, oh, the okay. whole entire family, because women's health is not women's and maternal health is not just for the females. Um, Females, it's for right. everyone because it affects everyone. And um, when a mom is sick, you know, she's she has to lay up in bed. The significant other, the family, the support system have to be aware and be able to have that um, burning desire to advocate, uh, advocate upon their behalf. Because right, right. oftentimes you will find some park here because you are a minority. So you have to learn to speak up and out. Um, another notable uh, advocate is Charles Johnson. His wife, Kira Johnson, uh, died shortly after having their second son. Mm-hmm. And he was fighting for her, telling the doctors, hey, come, look, look, you know, she's ple- um, there's urine, there's um, blood in her urine. Um, so she had a bag on, so she had a surgery on the C-section. Right. And they waited some 10 hours to take her back into surgery. And mm. by that time, it too was late. too late. She lost too um, too much blood to mm. be able to um, survive that surgery. Jeez. Negligent. Yes. And so if he never, and he, you know, they're educated, they were educated. You know, she spoke several languages and was full of life. And mm. he is a son of a well-known judge. Right. And, you know, she has but, her own but, TV but program. That, that they didn't know he was calling for attention. But what, well, what, they did what, know. What they did that? know. It's just, it's just, um, it's biased. Implicit bias and exactly. not really and not caring, um, because bias. there's another thing is that women, when women are in pain, people take it lightly. Oh, it's just this is and that. Oh, just period pain, man up or woman up or whatever. Mm. But that's and we, and it's true. Even you mentioned um, the, the omnibus act because um, bias training is a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, because it's really important, even for. Um, minority healthcare providers may have implicit bias as well. So it's important to check that at the door and treat everyone the same. Treat them as if that was your loved one right there yes. on the table. Yes. And, and that will make a world of a difference. And it shouldn't matter. Yes, he was a son of a famous TV judge, but even that couldn't save his wife. And it shouldn't matter... Your background, you all, regardless of your degree, the career um, trajectory, your skin color, you all, everyone deserves to have respect and the same level of care. Mm-hmm. Yes, human rights. That's what we're talking about. That's why we need to advocate. So, um, you guys have a keynote speaker for this event. Yes. Yes, and her name is Alita, Alita Jerry Carter. She Mm. is the founder of the Commission for Health, and you can find her on Instagram, the Commission for Health. Mm -hmm. And she is a big 
proponent for public health. She's a pediatric nurse practitioner as well. And so she will be presenting on the various components to advancing women's and maternal health, how it relates to the family, um, child health, as well as the nation's health in general. And she is a member of different organizations in her community in Maryland, mm -hmm. uh, Florida. I'm sorry, Maryland, in um, the DMV area. The, right. That's the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, mm -hmm. where she's in. And so she's very passionate about advancing um, public health matters, equity, as well as achieving access to health care for disadvantaged populations. Yeah. And her, and her just, full bio is on our website as well. So we need, we need to talk um, alanhope.org, alanhope.org. You go, go there. There's um, quite a bit of information. Mm -hmm. And lest we run out of time, I just want to say that this organization will be donating 100 trip packages to women in shelters, pregnant women in shelters and centers in Jamaica and in the U.S. And we, we're collecting items. There is a list of item, items on the website. Um, I don't know, Alicia may want it, um, need to get the list as well because she has that yes. right. Yes. So um, you can find the complete list at islandhope.org forward slash donate. Mm -hmm. And so some of the list items, listed items include um, breast um, shields and shells, um, breast pads, nipple cream, diapers, wipes, um, maternity um, panties and pads, mm -hmm. uh, breast pumps, and a whole other thing, list of other things to help mom with the transition from pregnancy into um, life with baby. Yeah, and the and some ointment, other items. prenatal vitamins. Vitamins, vitamin D for baby, um, multivitamins for baby, um, burp cloths and baby bags so that mom can put everything together. Mm -hmm. um, their therapy, breast therapy packs that can go into the um, freezer as well as into the microwave to help with um, cane engorgement, mm -hmm. um, as well as the ice packs to hold the, the breast milk in and the breast milk storage bags as well. Yes. And there are a few ways you can contribute to the these items. You can either purchase them through our Amazon list you can purchase them on your own mm -hmm. and ship it to the address uh, listed on our website. And more locations, drop-off locations will be added um, in the weeks ahead. As well as donating on our website, there's a yellow donate button that heads right over to PayPal, where you're mm -hmm. able to put in your information and donate that way. Right. And another way you can donate all the time is by shopping on Amazon's um, charity website known as Smile, S-M-I-L-E, mm -hmm. dot Amazon, dot com. And so you will select 
once you go on that website, it will ask you to select your charity organization. And so you'll type in Island Hope International. Mm-hmm. And our name will pop up. We're um, in Miramar, Florida is our um, location. And so you select that. And each time you shop on smile.amazon.com, Amazon will give 0.05% of your uh, total purchase to us as an um, organization. And so you can do Amazon Prime and all your regular Amazon um, features Mm -hmm. via the um, smile.amazon.com website. So all you have to do, even if you go on, once you register with smile.amazon.com, our organization as the one that you want to um, have the proceeds go towards, each time you accidentally type in amazon.com, mm-hmm. after that initial um, step there, it will prompt you to go shop on smile.amazon.com so that every, every time you shop, Amazon will give to us. Nice. Yeah. And um, just to just to put some more things because I see the time is good. How much time do we have? <laughs> um, we can squeeze in another uh, fifteen minutes or so. Oh, because I want to mention that we also have um, chal- a, ch- a challenge going on. Um, oh. It's an Ebowman challenge mm-hmm. where you um, it's um, Alicia again. You want to speak to that? Oh, yes. So our I'm Every Woman Challenge, hashtag I'm Every Woman Challenge, is hosted on our Facebook and Instagram. And so basically, we just want women to show how they are in their everyday setting so, and how they are a woman. So whether you are a stay-at-home mom um, or stay-at-home wife, you are an entrepreneur, you're a student, or whatever you do. So you can just show that in a 30-second clip um, with the background music of I'm Every Woman, either by Shaka Khan or Whitney Houston mm-hmm. playing. So two to three clips of you showing your, you could be gardening, cooking, um, studying, or playing with the kids, um, hanging out with your friends, significant other, um, working. And then just showing yourself dancing at the end and like strutting your stuff, you know, walking the runway mm. and just singing and dancing to I'm Every Woman. And there are some examples of it already on our social media pages. And so you'll just need to go ahead and tag us at Island Hope, I N T L, and use the hashtag I'm Every Woman Challenge to enter into this contest. and follow the rules, uh, which are to do the two to three um, poses of how you are a woman, mm-hmm. um, do the tag us, and to register to sign up for the I'm Every Woman Health Expo, because it's at that expo we will announce the winner from the five top five views. So we, and, right. we have been talking even about if this. Don't win, just think about the cause. So, yeah, we've been talking about the, the, the I Am Every Woman um, health, virtual health expo. And we've been saying about, we've been talking about mentioning all these, these awesome presenters that will be on it. But we didn't mention when. 
and what time and where people can go and, and, and tune in or be a part of it, how they can register and, and things like that. So, so give us that information. All right. So if you are on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, you can just go to the link in our bio. And our handle, again, it's Island Hope, I-N-T-L. And click on the link to register. It will take you on to our page where you can learn more as well as sign up um, via event. You can also go to Eventbrite directly to register, um, islandhope.eventbrite.com. And then you can register directly on Facebook and our website as well, um, islandhope.org forward slash I'm uh, dash every dash woman. Or go to islandhope.org and you'll see a pop-up. And just click on view event and follow um, the prompts to read more about the information and to register. Nice. And so the event is happening this Sunday, April 11th, beginning at 12 p.m. That Shock. is Eastern uh, Daylight Time, so New York time, mm -hmm. for those who are in other time zones. Um, it is New York time. All are welcome to attend. You, there are two ticket options, a free version and a donation version where you can feel free to give as much as you're, you are compelled to give. Um, and those donations will go towards the provisions for the maternal health care package. The and care packages... Not starting at 12. We're not starting at 12 Jamaica time. We're starting at 12 on time. <laughs> <laughs> In Duly fact, you can, you can log on uh, 15 minutes prior where we'll have um, some music and some information going on uh, prior to the official start time of our event. So they can log on to via islandhope Island Hope International, well, islandhope.org? No, so you'd have what? to register and okay. then you'll get a link. So and the event will the be link. happening on Zoom. Okay. So you'll get, you'll get a link um, to sign on when it's time. And then you can go ahead and join in on this fun-packed and informational-packed um, session where you can learn all about uh, women in maternal health advocacy, as well as receive resources and tips to optimize your own health. And men can take away from it as well and use some of these tips into their own daily um, um, habits and and help their kids to also thrive. I, I, I think have, men should definitely be a part of this. And we also have another interesting feature where we invite um, registrants to indicate the music that that gives them comfort when they're feeling down. Mm -hmm. And we we have a growing list, a playlist that we hope to make accessible to people. And that our own um, DJ, DJ Stewie, <laughs> will be um, um, sharing as well. So, you know, it's really a tight package that we, 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 we know that people will get several takeaways um, from that on that day. Well, um, I must say, though, I, I am honored to be a part of this venture coming up this weekend. Um, it is a privilege and an honor for me to give off my talents um, and some yes. of my time 
and I'm very happy to have you. I am so looking forward to hearing some of these speakers because, yeah. again, and, but I can hear that you are very informed. I heard you talking about that breast milk and all of that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, like I but said, as, I I do have a health show as part of my weekly broadcast and tomorrow night is actually my health show and I'm 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 so tempted now to 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 uh, redirect and and look at maternal health you know leading up to this event coming up this weekend last yes, week I was looking at penile be, health yes. yes you know but penile health that's a part of what leads to maternal health <laughs> Well, true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and um, so it, 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 it kind of makes sense to address that. But um, um, I was also, this is just a little, you know, I'm in theater, so things come to mind as well. Um, a, a, a novel that dealt with um, the, the woman who breastfed her baby until he grew teeth. So mm. some, some babies don't want to leave their breast. I'm still not weaned, so I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, in fact, with breast milk, breastfeeding, um, it is encouraged to breastfeed your child um, up until two years of age. And you can you can really? extend that time, yes, because oh, it yeah. helps with immunity, helps with um, the brain development. You know, breast milk, mm-hmm. human milk is for humans. Right. Cow's milk are for cows, for cows. and um, yes. et cetera, et cetera. So... Um, you don't even get pure cow's milk days, anymore in, anyway. <laughs> That's true too. But the first thousand days are of a child's life are very crucial to the rest of their life mm-hmm. um, with the brain development. So if we can have more women and, and having a culture and society that caters to breastfeeding and to highlight it more and stop shoving formula. Yes, formula is important because some some children uh, are not able to have breast milk. Yes. For various reasons, but it's formula is not the safest. You know, there there are it, a lot of it should of not be the go to, and it should right. not be the go to either. Um, there are certain risk factors and health um, safety concerns when it comes to. Uh, preparing formula and the storage. Yes. Whereas you can have breast milk laid out for a few hours at a time, you must have that formula consumed within an hour of its preparation, or else you need to throw it away mm-hmm. because it can really? cause How many yes. issues. Can afford to do that? Wow. And, yeah. and that's and, just and, it. And, uh, formula is very costly, and it takes nothing to whether you decide um, to express. Mm-hmm. Or to chest feed, which is to latch the the child to your breast, mm-hmm. that costs nothing. Yeah, it costs nothing, it costs and it's more economical. <laughs> and it, so it may cost it may cost you know to have a to to have the 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 storage um, containers and the the breast pump, but you don't even if to express the milk, you don't even need to have. Um, anything more than your hand. The best and the best person to mm-hmm. to get that milk out is the baby. Yes. And the next best thing is to hand express, and then you can use the pump. And you know, it it encourages things like um, connection, the the connection with uh, with dad and mom and child. 
can be mm-hmm. fostered through breastfeeding. The, definitely, you'll have a connection between child and mom through breastfeeding. It it encourages. Yeah. Um. It's 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 psychologically beneficial to both child and parents, not just mm-hmm. mom, both parents. Mm-hmm. It it and it definitely contributes to a child's health. So even if you can't, they're Total not latching health. on. My my mm-hmm. my first child, my he didn't latch on, and mm-hmm. we were pumping fools. <laughs> you know um and thank thank goodness he is in good health today and continues to be and so my second son came along and there was not enough breast <laughs> you know so but it it does help with with it it even helps with the the and I've I've heard women say this while even breastfeeding. I can feel it drawing down my stomach. So they, they they kind of feel it in the pelvic area. And I'm like, really? The, the breastfeeding does that? And the myriad of benefits of bre- breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so for you'd... both moms, for yeah. health benefits as well for mom and and the baby as well. And so you'd wonder, why is it that, that, that the formula is such a big part of infant feeding? You know, babies and infant, their nutrition, why is formula such a big part of it? And, and we touched on it earlier, and I touched on it I, from time to time. I've, I've, I've looked at, at, at formulas on my health show. I've looked at serial killers on my health show. Um, and... Some people might be hearing that and going, wait, those two don't add up. Yeah, cereal, spelled with a C. C-R-E-A-L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a planet, red planet. Yeah. You know, so, it, it, and, and, and these are things that our children get. And these, you know, when, when, when you look at our mothers, and I could easily tie this back to, 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 to mothers, and they're thinking, boy, I'm, if, if they're educated enough, you know, this is what formula consists of. This is what cereals consist of. And in order to give my child the best diet possible, I am going to have to now go out and make X amount of money to get the, the, the good stuff to give this child. And I don't have the resources. I don't mm-hmm. have that job. Now I'm going to have to work five jobs instead of three just to be able to, to yep. properly feed my child. And now here comes the stress. Yeah, and it's important to note too that if we build a society that's more accepting to women um, doing something that's as natural as breastfeeding, mm-hmm. it becomes easier for women to continue on. And, and it, it takes a political. lot. It's so political. You think about the um, history of the woman's place in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you talk about hitting the glass ceiling and all of those things. We're still struggling to find, to find our way get out of that um, perceived housewife status and, and the, the fact that you have to give birth and you have to take time off from the work still seems to be uh, waiting against you. Yes. So, it's, it's so political. Indeed. Ladies, I, I want to thank you once again for taking the time out to, to talk to us tonight to share with us about Island Hope International to share with us about this coming event this weekend um, I'm Every Woman, the expo 
and let me go ahead and put this up once more so that everybody can see it. Um, a woman's, a women's and mental health virtual expo happening this Sunday, April 11, from 12 p.m. Eastern. And if you if you show up a little bit early, you won't be late. So go ahead and show up early and 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 get into your comfy spot get your your whatever it is that you are going to have with you with a popcorn notebook uh you'll probably need a notebook to take some notes along the way and i don't have access to the information online from the website as well so yes information around please visit islandhope.org go ahead alicia there are a lot of surprises and um, prizes in store so go ahead sign up grab a friend um, or two mm-hmm. and stay in tune for the entire duration because we do have a lot of giveaways yes. and so we are ex- we are excited for our inaugural event and we are excited for the upcoming donation drive as well. And more information about the actual date of distribution will be posted on our website as we are finalizing um, details. And especially to note with COVID, things may shift around because of restrictions. Right. But we are going to be distributing these packages um, in a location in Jamaica and in Florida. Excellent. Ladies, how can you be contacted? Go ahead, Alicia. Well, for me personally, you Mm -hmm. can reach me. I am on Instagram at fourth, the number four, TH, trimester NP. Mm. And you can also find me. Um, you can also find me on, I just joined Clubhouse, Dr. Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, and uh, you can find me on uh, the email, so you can email me, um, ex- you can exploit.adandhope.org uh, will reach to me, and then you can also hit the contact button on our website, and I will get your emails that way as well. Nice. Yes. And I can be reached, well, I, I'm on Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, I can also be reached at maxiplum at gmail.com, and um, also through the Alan Hope Connection. Excellent. And um, for those of you listening and wondering how exactly do you spell their names, Alicia is A-L-E-C-I-A. Brian B R B R Y A N and Maxine Maxine is spelled as Maxine is spelled M A X I N E and Plumber is P L U M M E R. So uh, those of you that had questions about how do you find and what's that, what's that spelling? Those of you who are not watching the broadcast, you know that clears that up for you on the the, the listening audience. I do want to say thank you once again to the affiliates. Um, One Harmony Radio in the UK, NIE Radio New Jersey, Island Worldwide in New York, WGLRO out of Texas, ClintonLindsay.com, the Foundation Radio Network here in, in, in Florida, and um, 
any of the affiliates that are unknown as a result of connections with those affiliates. Thank you very much for your support. Those listening in on TuneIn Radio, the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. This podcast will, the podcast for tonight's um, broadcast will be uploaded and ready for you come tomorrow on Tuesday. So, you know, if you missed it tonight or missed some of it tonight, never fear. The archive, um, the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew on YouTube, that is also available. The podcast is available. Uh, this was broadcast live on Facebook Live, so you can check it out. Um, Kevin Stew, look me up, connect with me. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. You can follow the, the, the page and connect and stay connected. Ladies, thank you very much once again for taking the time out. Um, Maxine, Alicia, we'll be in touch. I will definitely be looking into doing this, this, this addressing maternal health tomorrow for my health broadcast. Alicia, if you want to pop in for that and, and keep your, your white coat on, um, I'd appreciate of it. All right, no problem. And thank you so much again for having us. And we look forward to having all your listeners tune in to our expo this coming Sunday and oh, yes. um, partnering with us for future endeavors. And yeah, just um, just say, we're looking forward to having your listeners register. Early yes, please register. And join us on Sunday. Yes. Where they will actually get a wealth of information. And it's not only about maternal, it's about women's health. Yeah. But we and empowerment. So it's about empowering women to take control of their lives. So go ahead, come out and learn a lot about your body as well as your rights and how you can advance in your own career and pursue your passion as well. Excellent. And thank you again, Mr. Stewart, and we look forward to having you with us on Sunday. I am looking forward forward to it myself. You are very welcome. The the honor and privilege was mine. We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to touch on a little bit of musical therapy. Ladies, thank you very much. You have yourselves a great night. And um, Facebook Live, we're going to bounce off. I'll be with the affiliates. So if you want to catch in a little bit of musical therapy, jump on to any of one of the affiliate stations or go to TuneIn, uh, the TuneIn app on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. All right. Catch y'all in just a moment. Pulse Media Group, innovative streaming and recording has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. 
Yes, my people. Check out Red Fox on Reggae Global Radio. Every Saturday at 8 p.m. with Kev Stew. We all give you a pre-life. Brand new. Good for you. Kick it like a ball if you don't see a dance hall. You hear that? It takes an entire village to raise a child. Hello, I'm Paul Campbell, here to talk about Palace. Peace and Love Academic Scholarship. This nonprofit group supports students facing serious obstacles from entering or continuing their studies, not because the grades are failing, but due to the lack of financial support. Over the past eight years, Palace has awarded 600 scholarships valued at approximately 50.3 million Jamaican dollars or 415,000 U.S. dollars. Together, we must build a better future for our children. Please visit www.palace1.org and make your donation to brighten the future of a deserving child. Palace Preserving young minds for posterity. Hey yo, this is Caraman to let you know that right about now you are logged on to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. Don't move. Therapy. Like Tone of novelty. From 
Queens and Arena Kemet Rhythm compilation. We heard from Novelty, Tough Like a Diamond. This is China Nicole. That's the title of the track right there. Amazing. I can never let you go, don't you know? That you bring out the best in me and it shows. You light up the fire in me, baby, yes you do. And I think of Says it takes one. It's called Beautiful Ashes. This is what I'm gonna bounce out with tonight. Thank you for your support. As we move forward throughout this week, I do encourage you to help members of your community. Your development, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those that you pass on the bus, on the plane, on the boat, or the train, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. Until we meet again tomorrow for healthy love. Let me try to address some women's health, yeah? Leading up to this expo, virtual expo coming this weekend. Go ahead and register. Island Hope International. Islandhope.org. See when you're down in life, 
Nobody seems to care about your pocket But once they see you moving up the ladder Everybody seems to think you got Until we meet again, y'all take care Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you Wherever you are in the world from right here in South Florida I bid you a good night It's sad to know we work hard And bad mind is their mother And killing is another bad Take what you wanna take But you can Take my God from me and salutations one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. <laughs>